Welcome to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Hello and welcome back to the Dating and Relationship Show on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. I'm Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca. Over the years, dating has gone through some major changes. We all know that. Uh, More than ever, people are experiencing a difficult time when finding and committing to a relationship. And there are many problems with the way that we're dating now. And today, we're going to address some of these problems. We're going to be exploring the reasons from a male and female perspective. Because sitting with me today is my friend, comedian Peter Anthony. Hi. Hi. Great to be back here. (laughs) I know. I haven't seen you in like, what, three months? Yeah, you look fantastic, by the way. Thank I know, you. I know our list, uh, our listeners can't see you, but uh, good for you, whatever you've been up to. I've been dancing. Dancing, that's the, yeah. I dance in my family room. So wow, I for, recently... For like hours at a time? What's going uh, on out No, there? I dance about an hour a day, sometimes an hour and a half, depending. You know, it really uh, uplifts my mood. Sure. And so I, I moved out of, well, I was living with my parents because I, I renovated a home and then I kind of live on my own right now with my dog and... Uh, Instead of, you know, feeling sorry for myself. <laughs> <laughs> right? Crank some tunes? I crank the tunes. And uh, the music just puts me up. It just uplifts me and it puts me in a good mood and it and it gets me in shape. I feel like better than ever. I really do. I feel like I'm on top of the world. Good for you. Thank you so much. Good to hear. So today we're going to, or Anthony, or Peter Anthony here is going to help me decipher why we seem to have unrealistic expectations, why people tend to disappear, why this generation seems to be so afraid to commit. We're also going to be covering social media and the problems it contributes when it comes to dating, communication barriers, and so much more. So let's get started, shall we? Well, first of all, because I haven't spoken to you, what's your uh, dating life like? Are you still single or did you meet the one? Well, I think the last time I was on the show, I'd mentioned I was seeing somebody for a few months. That's ended. Okay. Did it Uh, end a while ago? It ended uh, probably early part of December. So I'm back out there recently, just (laughs) (laughs) very, I sort of put everything on on hold for the holidays and such. You know what I mean? In case you know, I had to... I think maybe like there's somebody that can help you. Maybe you're emotionally unavailable. You fear commitment. And uh, there's Don Binkowski. She's oh, yeah. A psycho... I, you can check those boxes okay, for so sure. Okay, so there's a psychotherapist. Don Binkowski was on our show a few weeks back. And you can actually listen to the podcast. Anybody at home that's interested can uh, just uh, follow us or on Apple Podcasts or iTunes. Or you can just Google the Dating and Relationship Show and all the past shows pop up. And I think that you should uh, have a listen to that show because it might help you. I'll have some sort of breakthrough. and Maybe. Yeah. Or maybe you just need to go and talk to somebody. Jeez, I thought by now you'd be hooked up or something. Are oh, you waiting for me? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I, I've, I've, I've gone and talked to people. I have talked to people about everything, all aspects of my life. And it hasn't helped? Hasn't helped. Ugh. No. All right. Let's take a look at one of the issues uh, with dating today. People's unrealistic expectations. Okay, so I'm going to give you a next, so many people have them, and I think you might be one of them. So I'll give you an example of uh, a situation that happened recently. So I was talking to this lady a few days ago, and she says, oh, Laura, I I really want to get married. I I really want to have children. 
And but, uh, you know, all the men that I'm meeting are not at my level. And I said, well, what do you mean by that? She said, well, first of all, the guy needs to make over a couple hundred thousand dollars a year. And I said, well, you only make 50. Why does he have to make so much? Well, because men that make less money, they don't understand me. I said, "Okay, please, please give me an example of what you meant. So she goes, "Okay, I'll give you an example. So let's say we're out for dinner. It's our first date. And I order some wine and he orders like a Caesar or something different than wine. Well, then I will tell him that he's rude and that the date's off and that it's over. And I said, really? She sounds like a real cat. I'm like, are you kidding me right now? (laughs) Seriously, I don't usually swear, but I'm sorry. That is absolutely ridiculous. I said, so this could be the perfect person for you, but because he didn't order wine, you are going to just tell him where to go. And she's like, yeah. She goes, he needs to know and he needs to respect me and order what I order, at least on a first date. I was like, okay. And then she says, and he needs to put on her jacket. He needs to pull out her seat. He needs to open the doors. All right. I understand the door thing. I understand pulling out her seat, maybe, but really with the whole Me Too movement and thing, like a guy doesn't want to get near a girl to put on her jacket. Peter, what do you think of this? Well, I think your friend is the one that needs to go speak she's to a psychologist. Not, she's not a friend. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever this is. This okay. is this sounds like literally my worst nightmare. When I'm out there on the dating scene, if I were to connect with someone like that and have to experience that, that that is literally one of my worst nightmares. Okay, now I have a question for you as a male. What if she was so super smoking hot? Is that the type of behavior you would put up with just Absolutely because she's not. good looking? I, I, would be, I would be up and out of that restaurant before she even put down her menu if that happened. <laughs> Because I was talking to another male friend, and he says that, yeah, as long as she was super hot, that he would put up with that behavior. That's garbage. I, that's well, what your I said. Has I'm no like, backbone he's and... like, all men think like that. Well, he's wrong. He's Thank wrong. you. I said no, and I was going to bet him on that. He's like, what do you want to bet? And I thought, ah, forget it. I don't want to take your freaking cash. Anyways, <laughs> so I get it when it comes to dating. Everyone has their preferences to looks, personality, and so much more. I call these negotiables and non-negotiables. So what are your must-haves and your turn-offs, right? So negotiables are deal-breakers. They're things that you can live with. Smoking would be a deal-breaker, for example. Yeah, and non-negotiables are not things that you're going to budge on because they go against your values. So don't get me wrong. Um, I mean, it's good to have standards and to be picky, uh, but if you're too picky, then you might just miss out on some fantastic people. So Non-negotiables are things like uh, religion, right? That's a non-negotiable. Sure. Family values. Mm-hmm. How about social behavior? I mean, like if someone likes to party till 5 a.m. and you go to sleep at 10 o'clock, I mean, it's not going to work in the long run. Well, not if they do it every night, but if they do it every what, so often, that's Well, how about fine. if they do it every weekend? Well, once a week's probably okay. Really? I'm just I speaking for myself differ. right now. <laughs> uh, bad habits, you know, uh, picking your nose in public and stuff. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of a it's kind of a no-brainer. <laughs> and kids, those are things that are non-negotiables. But negotiables are things like appearance, right? You should be open to meeting people that aren't usually your type in terms of looks. Height, that's another non uh, another negotiable. And how about profession? I used to I used to have this woman in my matchmaking database that would only date a doctor. I'm like, "A doctor? Okay, we need to take a break." We'll be right back. We're talking about problems we're facing today when it comes to dating on the Dating and Relationship Show. Stay with us.
Now back to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Tonight on the Dating and Relationship Show, we are talking about the problem with the way we're dating today, and we're going to be addressing these problems, or we are addressing them right now. Comedian Peter Anthony is in studio with me. I'm Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca. I'm also a date coach, a matchmaker. Uh, This is what I do for a living, so this is my show. Okay, so another issue that's happening is the forever pen pal. So you meet someone online, and they never want to meet up. And massive problem. Massive. Massive. It's like I, I have a friend right now who met a girl six weeks ago, and they've already made plans to go to a wedding in February. She's taken them to a concert in March, but she's refusing to meet them. And there's this constant, um, always like something comes up. So uh, excuses, excuses, excuses. She's busy with work. She's stressed out. She's busy with her kids. Now she's sick. And these are red flags. I would say they're beyond red flags. I say I would say they're deal breakers. Well, you know what? He well, he feels like he has an amazing connection with her, and he's willing to wait it out. And I How said, listen, you need to put a, I, a, from pictures because of the way they speak to each other on the phone. I guess. Oh wow! I don't know. Maybe they have phone sex, and it's good. I don't know. It can't but, be that good. Well, he hasn't told me that part. <laughs> well, like, I, I don't understand how you could even think you have a connection with someone unless you meet them in person anyway. I, I know. That's what I told him. I think because he really wants a relationship badly, so he's avoiding the red flags. So um, some of the red flags, you know, could be that the person's not ready for a relationship. It would sound to me, though, Laura, sorry, back this up just a minute. Someone like that, to me, the flag would be, oh, they're already with another person. Uh, yeah, and that could potentially be it. But I think more so in this situation, I think that perhaps she's gained a lot of weight and she's trying to lose the weight. She so she's start trying dancing to, in her living room with right. you. <laughs> she's try- well, I wasn't that big. <laughs> See, you can't even compliment anyone anymore. But I, what are you saying? I used to look bad? I think maybe that she doesn't like the way she looks and she wants to establish a bond with him so that when she meets him, he's more accepting of her. And that's what I think's going on. Or maybe the person isn't who they say they are. Although he said that he's on her Instagram. So he sees pictures of her. Well, I mean, there's certain... But never pictures of her body. Sure, but there's certain ways you can find out if someone's for real or not. I mean, they could... They could prove that they are who they are to one another because you do hear about that catfishing thing still yeah. happening these days. Well, you can video chat. Yeah, you can do all that kind right. of stuff. So I think you need to put a timeline on things and set boundaries early in a relationship with the behavior that you're willing to accept. If something makes you feel uncomfortable and doesn't sit right, then you, you just you need to use your gut instincts and then move on. There's plenty of fish out there. Yeah, and, and this thing, the, the ongoing pen pal thing, in my experience... Yes, what have, I, has I will, been your experience with that? I will perhaps exchange messages for you know, upwards of 10 days to two weeks. But then if I don't actually get a physical date, I'll delete the person or say, good luck, cheers, that's it. Yeah, good for you. Yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I like that. I'm the same. I don't have time. Like, let's face it, people. We don't have time to sit there and have pen pals online. Like, if someone's not interested in meeting you or at least doing a face-to-face on a video chat or a video call, then move on. But it's still, it's just a coffee or just a drink or just a lunch or just a dinner. That doesn't take that much time. Half an hour. Right. Let's see if there's chemistry there. Okay, next Next issue is social media is really getting in the way of romantic relationships. People are using social media to decipher who someone is 
before they meet them. So now we've become private investigators <laughs> before we even meet the person. Are you uh, are you guilty of this, Peter? Uh, I will Google a person if I'm interested in them for sure. Uh, but I I'm not on Facebook, as you know. Yes. And well, I, you can you can use my Facebook account. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> if you want to. So I creep. I, I, I gen, but I, I'm 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 from the school of until you're around someone physically, you don't really. You're not going to really know anyway, so you might as well just just you know just get out there and, and why why go on Facebook and Instagram and message and all this crap? Takes so much time, and yeah. it's creepy to begin with. It is creepy. so just get out there, have but a drink. But I think we're all guilty of it. I'm guilty of it. But the risk here is that knowing too much about a potential partner before you even meet them can lead you to walking into a date with a preconceived notion of who they are. And then there's this great disappointment when they're not the person that you expected them to be, right? Yeah, I think that's, that's What's the accurate. website that attaches the Instagram to the, is it Bumble? I think a lot of them do that, do that now. You can see each other's Instagrams, yeah. Yeah, that's scary. Okay, uh, now another problem with social media is that it's causing a rift in people's relationship. As women, okay, we get a lot of unsolicited messages from men, and it can be quite annoying. Uh, Men from all over the world are sliding into your DMs. I get dick pics all the time. It's like, whoa. Sometimes it's like, sometimes the size of these things, I was like, wow. (laughs) Jeez. (laughs) And then it's like, it's almost like a trophy. Like, look at the one I got today. (laughs) Sure. You can collect them. Put out a book. Your next book, okay, Laura. Peter, this is a question for you. If you were dating someone exclusively, would would that make you feel uncomfortable knowing that your girl is getting unsolicited messages from all these guys? I wouldn't like it, but to say it would make me feel uncomfortable is probably an exaggeration. I think, okay, but I mean daily, right? I, well, I, th- I I would I would just if I'm with the right person, I would trust that they don't have any control over that. The only thing they can control is whether or not they respond to it. Okay, so would you ask her to make her account private, maybe? Um, If she wanted to make her account private, she could. If she doesn't, I really don't care. Okay, now what if she gets dick pics? Would you want to know about them? I'd probably want to see them. <laughs> I would. Okay, see, now I would not show my guy dick pics. I wouldn't I would even laugh. tell. No, see, <laughs> yeah. I would find that very But a funny. lot of guys would not. Why? They would feel uncomfortable with that because it just it would just make them feel. Come on, most I, guys are not okay with that. Peter. I think most of my friends would laugh their butts off. So you know what I mean. I, I mean, for, for the thing is, if you're with somebody, I mean, if you're with someone that's attractive and they're they're going to get hit on, you know what I mean. It's just it's just the way human beings are, and especially the way dudes are. So. Other, if you're a guy, you got to be secure with that. You got to be willing to say, <laughs> easier you know what? said than done. And and if, if good luck, if you can do better than this, good luck to you. That's and I think thing. too, before we take a break, be mindful of what you're putting out there on social media, people. Especially if you're in a relationship, nobody needs to know all about your life. They really don't, especially your relationship, because it could put a riff in there. Yeah, and also it's there's you know very little privacy left in this world. So whatever you can keep close to your chest. Keep it private. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. You're tuned into the Dating and Relationship Show on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. I'm Laura Bellotta, and sitting with me today is comedian Peter Anthony. We're talking about the problems that we are facing with today's 
dating industry and dating world and the dating landscape. And there's a whole lot and of it's problems. it's a little nuts. There <laughs> never has there been so many issues. Why can't we just go back to the old school days? It was so easy, you know? Well, maybe, the guy maybe, maybe you're honest to go on a date. Maybe you're honest. Maybe we're overthinking everything now. Maybe there's so many options and so much going on and so much distraction. We're just overthinking everything. Yeah, and I think, so another issue with online dating or dating in general is that there are so many options out there. So many options that nobody really wants to commit. There, It's called FOMO, fear of missing out. So the endless choice has negative outcomes and this is making dating a lot more difficult or finding a partner a lot more difficult. So there was a study from the University of Wisconsin that found that daters who chose from a small pool of options were more satisfied with their match than those who chose from a large pool. Those who chose from a larger pool were more likely to reverse their choice and opt for a new match instead. Makes sense. I think, though, Peter, that you suffer from FOMO, (laughs) fear of missing out. (laughs) No, amongst other things. No, I, 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 I wouldn't say FOMO. If anything, I want all the things that my you know, married friends have, which is the things you would look at as a younger man and think, oh, by this age, I'll have you know, this in place, this in place, and this in place. The fact that I don't causes me some level of pain, if I must be honest. Does it, does it, does it cause you anxiety at times? It can. Um, Give I'm, me an example of that, please. Well, I mean, you you start to look at life after a certain age that as a as a timeline, right? So you wonder, oh, geez, I hope I don't run out of time, and and time begins to uh, crunch a little bit on you, which can cause anxiety. Uh, it doesn't well, because you want children. Sure, it doesn't necessarily help. Like the anxiety doesn't help the situation. So what you learn to do is deal with the anxiety, and then then you can sort of kind of reset yourself. But every now and then, you know, even. And men, men have these issues as well as, as women, uh, based on time and biology and uh, goals they have, things they expected out of life. So now, so, can you? So this is all normal stuff, right? So you you get these people that are on not one dating site, not two or three, but they're on like five or six, and then it gets really confusing. Are you one of those guys? Uh, I'm currently on three. Okay, three's okay. I think three's <laughs> okay, but any more than three is nuts. Well, right. I think they're all nuts, though. That, that, we're, that's where I'm at now. Why don't you just let me match you up with someone? I'm not against it. We've well, talked about it in know. the past. I don't know. Yeah, but then you don't, per, you know, you don't pursue it, and I can't chase you. And I've tried to set you up before, and then you turn the, the you don't even answer back. I've answered. <laughs> I don't know. I was busy. Right. Okay. So <laughs> another thing too, which leads me to the next uh, issue, is people who don't want to commit, which I think. That, that is something that you suffer from. And not that you don't want to commit, but I think it's difficult for you to commit. Yes. Uh, I think that there are a lot of people out there that uh, are afraid of commitment, and then they reject that one thing that they seek so badly or they want so badly, right? Yeah, it's, um, a, bit, it's a bit of a juxtaposition. It's, it's because you want, you, want, uh, you want these things that you've always set out in your life to get uh, and accomplish and, and achieve. But the reality of it sometimes uh, is that if you push for something too hard, sometimes you end up in the wrong place. So I think that that has a lot to do with it. So why do you think this generation is so afraid to commit? I think there's more divorce in our past. I I agree. I think there's uh, a lot more psychological problems, a lot more distraction. Um, I also think we're... Deeper rooted issues than we can actually see. Yeah, but I think we're also encouraged to not do what was... Uh, traditional in a way too. We're encouraged to live different lifestyles now. We're encouraged, um, you know, to sort of go our own way, so to speak. 
so it doesn't put as much pressure on people to match and get married. Uh, so I think there's, you know, there's all kinds of reasons why. Um, and, you know, fear of commitment is a real thing, but I think it's something that you can overcome as well. But I think that people that fear commitment, I think a good, uh, what would be good for them would be to fall in love slowly as opposed to just rushing into things. Sure. And I think the one of the issues is people like they want instant gratification and they just want to, they want attention from that person right away and they want this relationship now. They don't want to work for it. They they don't want to wait for it. I, I mean, how do you know someone just after a date or a month or even a year? You know, truth be told, we don't, right? Yeah, no, it takes a while. Especially, you know, the, the older I get, the more complicated people I hang out with are, I find. Like when you're when I was 20, 25 dating, it, it just seemed a lot more simpler uh, I mean, when you when you're you know in your early forties, people have a real life behind them and a lot of experiences, and it just does take longer. It really does. Yeah. So I was talking to a client uh, recently too, and she was in she's in her late fifties, and she was married for thirty years. And she said, Laura, she goes, I don't even know who he is. She goes, I don't even know who this man is. Like I was married to the stranger. It's wow. like, so you don't even know someone in 30 years. How are you going to know if someone's right for you in a <laughs> week minutes. or two weeks? Yeah. So I encourage people to take their time and go slow. Uh, you have to believe that to truly experience life, love, and relationships, that you have to let go of your fears, really, and dive and just dive into the deep end. Like, I just think you just have to do whatever it takes to let go of those fears because if i mean i mean our our goal in life i think everyone's goal in life is really is to experience love there's no greater feeling in the world to love and be loved yeah it's 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 and it's one of the hardest things to learn as well yeah we're going to come back on the dating and relationship show we're going to continue this conversation we're talking about problems that we're facing with dating today and uh, people don't want to commit so we're going to continue with that conversation we'll be back Back to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bilotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Tonight on the Dating and Relationship Show, we're talking about uh, the problems with the way we're dating today, and we're addressing some of these problems. And sitting in studio with me is comedian Peter Anthony, and I'm Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca. Before the break, we were talking about one of the big issues with dating today, and that is people just don't want to commit. They just, uh, you know, the, the second that they see signs of things going somewhere, other than being a casual mutual crush, they just book. Could I interject with yes, a question? Yes, you can. How, it's if not someone, a question. <laughs> no, if someone doesn't legitimately does not want to commit, but they still want to be dating, how, how soon should they let the person know? Right away. It should be on your profile. So, like, What I you're see, looking for. Yeah, I've seen profiles on Tinder and people are right up front and saying, you know what, I'm not looking for anything serious. And then, you know, don't lead people on. It's bullshit. Right. Yeah, let them know right away. Why wouldn't you let them know right away? Sure. Oh, I would. I, I'm you just... would, should even let them know while you're communicating with them through text or whatever the case may be. Right. Is But is there a scene out there for, I guess what I'm saying, for people that just want to go about it casually? And, and There is, and, but of the, course. I, but I don't think we should, they should be judged any differently than, like everyone's looking for something different, right? Right. So, yeah. Well, online dating uh, apps were meant for that. 
hookups. Uh, ho- no, they were meant for relationships, oh. but now they've almost turned into hookups, hookup apps. Well, uh, not all of them, but Tinder for sure. So could I could I say this? Why don't they just make one that's just for relationships and another app is just for hookups? Why are they all combined all together? I don't know. Do you want me to do that? Maybe I can do that. Maybe I can turn Single in the City into that into an app? Ty- type of app. Yeah. It makes well, sense. Well, I know they have one for gay men, which is called Grinder. That's for hookups. The hookups. Yeah. So I'm just saying they could, there could be one but for gay men for relationships. But maybe they do. I think they probably do. I just don't know the name of it, and I'm not going to promote them on the air. I'm not. you got to create your own. Okay. Now, if you do for your commitment, one tip I can give you is to do what you love. Learn an instrument, dance like me, you know? Because, sure. like, you know, what's going to happen is it's going to fulfill you. You're going to feel better. That way, when the right person comes along, you don't feel insecure because you really believe that you're a good catch. I really, I, I like, I feel like I'm on top of the world. Like, if someone doesn't want me, oh, well, I'm sorry about your luck. Right. Well, that's, though, that's a good headspace to be in, right? Because someone else is going to want me and the right person's going to want me. So, yeah, well, that's the headspace you need to get into. But you can work on that headspace when you're single is what you're saying. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I absolutely agree. Right. All right. Which leads me to my next issue. What is that next issue? The next issue is communication barriers. Oh, big one, big one. Texting. Everyone wants to text and nobody wants to get on that freaking phone. (laughs) It's true. I hate it. I know, but know what? It's worse talking on the phone than texting. (laughs) You're one of them. (laughs) Texting. I want to be in person. I want to meet in person. But texting. Okay, right. But texting. But but when you're learning or about someone or trying to get to know them a little better. So let's say you have met them in person, and there's that chemistry there, and it's like, hey, you know, we get along. Let's explore this. But why not get on the phone? Why does it? Why does it have to continue with text conversation? No, I think if you're both. Say you're both at home on an evening and you start messaging back and forth. I think it's then at the point you say, are you up for a phone call? Then you speak on the phone. Yeah. I think that's normal. I think that still happens. Because it can be so impersonal and like like deciphering emojis and like abbreviations and attacks. I mean, it could be, it can leave a lot to, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Misinterpretation. Absolutely. Right? It's hard to judge context with, with messages and basically hieroglyphics, which is what emojis are. Exactly. And I think building communication from the beginning of a relationship is really important. And it can be so challenging if your only source of, of messaging is text. Yeah, pick up the phone. I agree. But but I'll say this. I'll say this. If, if you want a message just to set up a meeting, that makes the most sense to me. Hey, let's meet here at this time. See you then. That's fine. That's no, perfect. No, wait a sec. Don't get me wrong. Texting's fine throughout the day, um, but like once in a while, and it doesn't have to be a daily thing. But if you're dating and you're trying to get to know someone, pick up the phone at least two or three times a week. I mean, do you do that now currently? I mean, you have uh, I, a lot I, more dating experience than I do because I was in a relationship for like seven years. So for, yeah, for for like the last three or four girls I've dated, yes, that happens. We're in the in the night in the evenings we we would talk on the phone. And then oh, during the day, would. and then during the day, there's a couple casual messages. Okay, and but then if we were home in the evening and we started texting back and forth, I would just say, "Are you up for a phone call?" And then normally they'd say, "Sure," and then you'd go about it that way. Okay, well that's great. Yeah, yeah, that's because you learn a lot about a person during that conversation. For sure. Right. Yep. Yep. Um, so, what about have you ever uh, come in contact with a woman that you were dating that didn't want to ever get on the phone? 
Uh, I I haven't, but I'm sure they exist. Because I have. <laughs> I have. And every time I make a reference, uh, make the reference to a phone call, I just get a no answer. It's like, so what are you hiding? Why do you not want to chat? But I, I, I mean, I think maybe perhaps that's because they're not really interested. But for me, I'm going to just go back a couple, just a, a minute or so. But, but basically for me to get to know someone, I think you need to be in person. Even on the phone, I'm like, ah, I don't, I don't like, it can be a good conversation, but I'd rather be in person. So I think the perfect scenario is just limit the communication until you're in person. That's when the best communication happens. I agree. Get- I'm glad you agree with that. I do. Because I don't want to talk on the phone for two hours. Okay, but no, you don't have to talk for two hours. Who the hell, wait, wait, who the hell has time to talk to someone on the phone for two hours? I'm busy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So what, five minutes we're talking? Yeah, like just like how was your day and just maybe, you know, just even up to half an hour. But it doesn't have to, like I said, it doesn't have to be a daily thing. It can be like a weekend thing. It could be like on a Sunday. It could be, or just twice a week. Get yeah, on the phone once in a blue moon. It just shows you or it shows the person that you're dating that you're interested in, in, in hearing more about them in their life. Because let's just say you're really busy and you don't have the opportunity to meet someone all the time in right. person. Makes sense. All right. Leads me to another issue here. Uh, how about too much picture editing when online dating? <laughs> right. Okay. Right, yeah. This is a big one. So, so many people nowadays, they use filters and edit their pictures. And you know what? I I think that this was mainly something that women were doing. (laughs) But more often, I see guys editing their pictures too. Because I can tell. Can you tell when a photo's edited? Uh, Yes, I can. And And some guys can't. Well, I mean, if if you see enough photographs, you start to know. (laughs) After a while, you start to be able to, to, to see it. The right. filters and the the changing of the contrast and the so blurring. Pe- right. So people edit their pictures to make them look better rather than just using an actual picture of themselves. Right. Um, and I get it. Sometimes if the lighting's bad where you are and you want to take a picture, using an editing app will, will really help with that. But if all your pictures are being edited, I mean, that's misrepresentation. I agree completely. And I've actually had the experience, Laura, where I've gone on a date um, and the girl had completely misrepresented herself. And it's a weird situation to be in. It really feels like when you get, you know, when you get ripped off at, at the grocery store or something and you're yeah, walking, I you're like, hear, hey. Okay. I, yeah. I want to hear more about that. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and what she actually really looked like in person. <laughs> when we come back on the Dating and Relationship Show, we're talking about problems we're facing with dating today. You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. You're listening to Global News Radio 640 Toronto, the Dating and Relationship Show. I'm your host, Laura Bellotta, and sitting in with me today is comedian Peter Anthony. Today we're talking about the problems that we're facing with dating today because there are a lot of them. It's yeah, difficult. We've, we've listed how many? this show probably we, and we're we just we're not even getting started and we've only we've already gone through 25 we only have like 50 minutes or so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there are a lot of problems today people are having a really difficult time meeting someone and 
unfortunately, online dating is really the prevalent way of meeting someone, but it's not working for so many people. people is there are a having... flip side, Laura? The fact that there's a lot of problems, are there any positives modern day of being single and dating, or is it does it slant more towards negatives, do you think? <laughs> No positives. <laughs> None at all. <laughs> no, I mean, sure. It's it, it's. I think being single is a positive thing. Sure. There's nothing worse than being in a relationship that isn't going anywhere or that's not serving you any longer. So yeah, being single can be fun. But if you don't want to be single, I mean, it's uh, dating is posing uh, to be such a huge problem for people. Just it really is. So yeah, more negatives than positives. Well, we're not talking about positives today. We're talking. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> Well, maybe we'll do a future show of the positives. The of positives modern dating. of modern dating. Okay. Um, oh well, you know, you can have sex with whoever you want to. Is that true? Wow, that's news to me. Well, yes, because more people are having sex. Like dating apps make it easy for us to just go online and go, "Hey, I met, meet this guy tonight, today," and you can be in bed with him, shack up. Well, that I night. wonder what the success rate is, though. I really do. And that's horrible. I would never do that. I want to talk about sex in a little bit, but let's uh, finish our conversation here about picture editing. Sure. All right. Uh, so you said that you went on a date recently. I the did. The girl had edited pictures, and then you met her in real life, and what was that like? Uh, it was It was a really awkward situation, to be honest with you, because <laughs> we had communicated a little bit, and to go back to the previous segment, we had text messaged. We had never talked on the phone. Mm-hmm. But as, as I mentioned, I like to just sort of, hey, let's get a drink and hang out, eat, and then it will hang out and see what happens. And if it's fun, it's fun. If not, it's not. Uh, but uh, this person just, it didn't even seem like it was them, but it wasn't them. So it was, the picture must have been from probably 15 years previous. <laughs> it was them, but it wasn't them. Like, like you know what I mean? Wait. Like in 15, 10 years, you can be a completely different physical specimen than right. you were. So it just, it was them, but it just, it was just very strange. And it was, it, you know, it was like. So what um, did you do? Did you cut them off? Did you cut the date off short? I, I did. I did. Uh, no. Did I, you I mean, tell I, her she didn't look like your pictures or did no, you just, you weren't rude? No, I wasn't rude. I, I was just, I just, you know, I, it, it ended and I just was sort of really uh, discouraged from continuing to do online dating with apps for a while. That's what happened to me. So I don't know if, like, that's the thing. Like, you can, these these apps have, like, turned me off for a while button on them. And, you know, that was one of the ones where I'm like, I turned myself off so no one could see me for a while because... I think everybody does that. Yeah, and, and, and I just think those experiences... And it's okay to take a break. Sure, and those experiences are, are good in a weird way because it, it does force you to sort of take a break and self-reflect a little bit and go, what am I, what am I actually am I trying to achieve with this? <laughs> You know, so I, uh, you said something about you didn't talk to this girl on the phone prior. No, I think it's important to have one conversation on the phone. I went on a date recently, and the guy, um, he, <laughs> he, I didn't like his voice. It just, I know, oh, I know, I, I should be taking my own advice, and that shouldn't be a deal breaker. But I just, that was like a non-negotiable. It was just like, hi, and like, how, like. <laughs> It oh, was, he, he was a high talker. Yeah, it was weird. I was like, where's your manly voice? Wow, wow. Yeah. And, but it, it saved you the time of going to figure that out in person, right? Well, well, no, I didn't talk to him prior. So when I met up with him, oh, it was the... a shock. It's like, <laughs> oh. So did you cut it short? How did you deal with that? No, I give them at least an hour. Oh, yeah. How kind See, you of know you. what? I am actually very kind. I don't like being rude to anyone. I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. Like, no. really. I mean, he seemed like a nice enough guy. I'm not going to be rude, right? Oh, yeah. yeah you course. sound like a lady. Like, I don't want to date you anymore. <laughs> right. Hey, sometimes I can sound like a man. Yeah, well, you, you know, think? 
we can all we can all, I can sound like a horse if I want to. So <laughs> let's hear. What's it. your point? No, I'm not. No, no. Come on now. Okay. What am I, jukebox? Right. Let's talk about sex. Sure. Uh, I think people are rushing into sex too quickly, and what happens is sometimes as women, uh, we talked about it on a, a previous show. Our hormones, what happens again, it's like it releases testosterone in our body and we get that love vibe going on, whereas men are different. Uh, you guys don't really get attached when you have sex with someone right away, where women tend to. So it can be dangerous. That's, that's the that's the general stereotype. Right. Yeah, but I, I don't know if that's true in all cases, but... No, no, I, I, hey, nothing's true in every single case. Right. Is there a rule of thumb about how long to wait based on number of dates? Listen, I mean, it's it's what you're looking for. If you're looking for a serious relationship, I wouldn't jump into bed with someone right away. Like, have, like they, you need to be respected. They need to know that they can respect you, right? Well, you tell me, would you like to jump into the sack with some lady? Would you want to date her afterwards? Uh, it's possible that I would want to jump into the sack with her and would also want to date her afterwards. Oh, right. Okay. So that wouldn't be a turnoff for you? But the other scenarios are... Wouldn't you be thinking who else is she doing this with? Um, yeah, but I think that all the time anyway, so... Okay, well, I'm not the type of girl to just jump in the sack. I want to feel comfortable with someone because I think the experience for both people will be a lot better if you both get to know each other a little more. Well, yeah. And there's some true feelings there rather than let's just have sex. Wait, that's, that's generally... The experience, and that's the case. I'm just saying, there's scenarios where you might, you know, what if you're, what if you're in town, uh, the person's in town for one night, and you go out. They're like, well, I'm never going to see you again. Okay, well then have sex, but then you're not going to have a relationship with them, all right? Okay, that's it for today. I hope that those listening were able to learn some valuable information from our show. Uh, I want you guys all to have better dating experiences and or a more fulfilling relationship. And I want to thank my friend, comedian Peter Anthony, for coming on the show today. And will you come on more often? Because I miss you. Hey, anytime. And uh, I wrote a book called Single in the City by Laura Bellotta to help people navigate the modern dating world. It's available online and in stores at Chapters Indigo and on Amazon. And guys, follow me on Instagram, uh, official Laura Bellotta, and check out my website, singleinthecity.ca, for upcoming events like speed dating. And uh, I suggest that um, you come to my 30s, 40s, and 50s dance party at the Duke of Somerset in Toronto this Saturday, or not this Saturday, but Saturday, February 1st. I hope to see you guys all there. Comedian Peter Anthony, how do people get a hold of you? Uh, Twitter only, at Peter is funny. Yeah. Get with it, would you? <laughs> anyway, thank you everyone for tuning in. See you next week. You get Ciao. With it.